Welcome back to the re-edit of the second episode of Adam Air MD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy Rise of the Phoenix Let's go What's up guys? Welcome back to the very second episode of AAMD GED The re-edit, the reissue With my friend Phoenix from March 31st, 2020, about 12.15 in the afternoon. I called her pretty baked. The whole fucking virus thing was still pretty new. Now it feels like it's been longer than that and a bunch of shit has changed in both me and Phoenix's life. Originally, uh, when I met her, she was in New York and she was doing the cello thing with her husband. And they were in a band and it was awesome. I had a recording up on here, and it wasn't that the song was bad, but the recording that I had up here, I didn't know how to put it up here the right way, and I lost it. So I went ahead and stuck up uh, Mystery from the fucking Nudes. Originally featured on the fucking Pal Peralta Bones Brigade video with Tony Hawk, Lance Mountain, Steve Caballero, and all those other dicks when they were kids. That's what I feel like by now, man. That's how long ago this virus started. Jesus Christ, man. Anyway, we're gonna talk on the show about how I'm not gonna get vaccinated if they start posing these vaccinations. <laughs> of course, it came true here in the future. And motherfucker, I wouldn't touch these things with a 20-foot pole, okay? It's one thing if you have to get it, you're an elder, your family, somebody in your family has to get it, you're gonna get it to make them feel better and that they're not alone, blah, blah, blah. That's, whatever, dude. I don't have to worry about that shit. And you know what, as an individual with no responsibilities and family or anything like that, dude, I could give a fuck less, man. They're gonna have to stick me in a guillotine or a gas chamber, whatever they have planned out for people who don't get vaccinated here in the future, they'll probably do it. I'll be standing proudly with those that didn't. Because I don't give a fuck about sticking something in my body from Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> who wants me dead? Or Bill Gates, who wants me dead? If you guys don't think these guys don't want to kill you, you're fucking tripping. Anyway, welcome back to the fucking second episode. And welcome back to Rise of the Phoenix. With my fucking friend Phoenix, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> we'll be right the fuck back. The Helping Hands Corporation has been feeding unfortunate children in over 156 countries for over 20 years. For only 28 cents a day, you can feed a little girl that's really cute. Call 1-800-CUTE-KIDS and feed one of those little dudes today. Thank you. Welcome the fuck back, motherfuckers. Hey guys, I'm going to call Phoenix right now. Let's see if she's around, all right? This is my uh, thing I do when I'm in between making a call here. Make that weird noise. It's like elevator music. Anyway, give me a fucking second here. All right, we're getting ready to do it. All right, let's see if she's around.
Hey, how's it going? Can you? So many things, Adam. Yeah. Yeah, it's been like. I mean, today just started off being a heavy feeling day, as it was anyway. And I don't know why. Like, I haven't really felt sad or even exceptionally worried during all of this because not lack of understanding or just being in my own bubble of privilege, although I do have privileges in my situation and I am thankful for them and I am aware of them, but I also just immediately realized that panicking wasn't going to change anything and I deeply understood that and f didn't feel like I needed to. Like, I was just like, oh, okay. So everybody's out of a gig now. Let's do this. Yeah, it's, it's it is a shitty fucking feeling. I mean, but 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 I that's the thing. I didn't feel shitty about it. I was like, oh, like we're all on this sinking ship together right now. Yeah. Like the whole world, and it's and it's forcing us to really like look each other in the eye and be like, I got you. <laughs> you know. I am glad it's happening. I mean, myself. Yeah, you know, in a in a silver lining way, not for the sacrifices coming from it. No, I'm not into the repercussions and the the lives that are, you know, <laughs> I. <laughs> it's hard to. Yesterday when I was doing my podcast, you know, I was in a totally different mode and I was like, just almost like laughing about it. Cause it was just, it is this kind of obscenity of, of, uh, underground kind of humor that I kind of feed off of just the obscenities in life and all this shit, you know, Yeah. for me, it's hard not to, I had to know the difference. I had to tell the difference between saying something is fake and saying something is man-made. And in this case, I believe that this thing's man-made. I'm pretty sure it's an inside job. But I uh, also uh, am not going to sit here and say it's not real. Because when you see some of the testimonies, even if it is like some CIA paid-off acting, <laughs> you know, like... They're doing a great fucking job. I mean, I believe these people are actually losing people and have to watch their loved ones through whatever it is. The uh, Forgive me, Phoenix. I can't remember what, how they said they were watching them pass away online, basically. Uh, they're, you know, this woman lost her mom that way. Maybe you saw that one. I, I <laughs> some heavy stuff of the way people have been losing others, but I think it's pretty absurd to assume that this is any sort of conspiracy theory when it's affecting the entire world right now. Yeah. I mean, this isn't, if this was just happening within our country, sure, I would not put it past our country to pull something like this. But the fact is, is that every country is going through this I'm talking to people who are in other countries, you know, um, 
this isn't this isn't a hoax. This is real. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how it got here. It's how we handle it from here. Um, I think that's where I'm at. Is you know, uh, I was we have an opportunity to like really. I mean, things are. We're not ever going to be able to go back to the way things were like two weeks ago before this started because it's had such a massive like crashing effect on everything that builds our country. So we won't be able to go back, but we can go back to old ways of thinking. And right now there's actually a shift in people's perspective and people are feeling open to have the conversation of how can we be better and work together? And that's what we need to give the most energy and focus to not these like fucked up theories about like one person or the other or which politician is more corrupt. Like, no, let's drop that conversation right now and let's talk about this, like how we can work together mm. and like connect and be a community for each other. So that's where my head is at. <laughs> I hear it. <laughs> You're not wrong, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I love you for it, too, man. You sound great. You sound great. I'm glad to have this moment to talk I to you. Feel, and... I feel, honestly, the best I have felt in a very, very long time. And I know that that is an Im impermanent feeling. It won't last forever, but I'm really enjoying it, and I'm just trying to be really in tune with what that feeling is operating from. Right. Like, and, and try to nurture it in a way that's positive for everybody. Like, not just like, oh, this feels good, so I'm just going to keep doing this for me. It's like, no, is this good feeling because I'm feeling connected to people? Because I feel like I can be someone of support to people? Um, I mean, just Phil and I getting to play those couple of live streams was incredibly humbling and moving because I appreciated you know, them. They were great. It was cool. I mean, people just said some <clears throat> amazing things, you know, that like, I feel really honored to have been that for them, you know, because I, people have that for me too, you know, just friends. It doesn't even need to be celebrity of any kind, you know, it's just like, you know, even when you just did your live video the other day and you were just, you know, working on your little, uh, little, your little virus box. <laughs> um, and it was yeah, just, that... but, but it was very peaceful and it was very calm and it was like, and you were just talking, like, it really did. It had that sort of Bob Ross feel to it. I love, you know? I love it. I mean, I felt and like, it, it yeah, was, it was so pleasant, you know, like that, that stuff is so helpful, even if it's just for a breath, if somebody just pops on and they're like, thank you. And then they don't, they don't have to say anything, you know, I like think that, yeah, as long as people are breathing together, <laughs> mm -hmm. not breathing, <laughs> we don't need any more of that. <laughs> But that's another subject. That is another subject. That was kind of the subject yesterday. It was like these guys needing to breed. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Stuck in their house. You know, needing yeah. to uh, procreate, man. Well, people are sexual beings, I guess. So there well, is yes, that. Yes, we are. That's what human beings, I mean, I mean, animals, mammals generally are too. Mm -hmm. you know? It's. 
part of our part of our nature, but also what is, you know, you know, built into us as human beings is that we have control mm -hmm. over our actions and reactions. So <clears throat> use them well. <laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> I've I've been trying though every day to still kind of like right now I'm sitting here staring at palettes of eyeshadows because I want to do my makeup for the day. I've been having fun playing with my makeup again. I'm like, oh yeah, I used to be like really vibrant and colorful all the time with it. But, and I would do crazy stuff and um, I'm just like, ooh, I'm gonna try to do a little bit of something every day. But then sometimes I sit in front of it and I'm like, but the palettes are so pretty. Why waste it when I'm not gonna be seen? And I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> uh, you know, like, I've had that thought, but whenever I have it, I pretty much immediately tell myself, like, that's stupid. Do it because it's fun for you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a lot of fun doing my makeup. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. But I have no idea what color palette I want to use. And I'm just like, I have so many. And what kind of design do I want to do? Do I want to go that crazy? Oh, that's the other thing, too, though. Sometimes I just don't want to put on all the makeup because I'm like, oh, this is going to be a lot to wash off before I go to bed, and I don't want to make that effort. Yeah. Well, I can't even imagine what you're, that, any about that, but, I mean, it does sound... <laughs> no, not... No. I saw that you, you have quite a quite a beard going on now. You look literally like... <laughs> Considerably older than me than the way you always said you are. You're like, you're like around Phil's age or something. I'm like, what? Aren't you like technically a grandpa? I am. I have two grandkids. Well, you fucking look like one now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got the perfectly patterned uh, gray sideburns and the way that it's growing into and with those glasses. Oh, bro, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew I could change it. I, you know, I'm a chameleon, but I'll tell you, man, like if I, uh, the moment I take off the hair and the, the beard and all that, you know, it's just like, I'm looking like, you know, a totally different person again. So, but I have, uh, put on, uh, a little weight, just, I was doing Uber Eats in Washington, DC. Cause I was just bored off my ass and I had a couple of, uh, caregiver gigs, um, that I had done before that with my mom in New Orleans, who I'm going to do a show with later here too. She's a fucking, oh, nice. she's a fucking trip, dude. Wait till you hear that shit. <laughs> anyway, um, I appreciate the mellow show today. You know, <laughs> yesterday was kind of the, the, the energy show, you know, like I'm talking to these guys, like in the middle of, you know, New York, they got dead bodies getting thrown into backs of semis out of hospital windows fucking above, you know, around them. And, uh, it's just national guard and they can't go nowhere. Yeah. They were, they're right in Queens. They're right across from like the Jewish hospital where a lot of the shit's happening. <clears throat> I know. And, um, and I've seen two of the nurses already on a 60 minute special with my friend here where I'm at. Uh, we were watching it here and they had the two nurses that are just, they're like round the clock. She's, they're like, when's the last time you slept? She's like, I don't know. She's like, I don't, I don't even remember. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they're not running. They're just 
turning into vapor, these med yeah. medical people, and like taking all the students out uh, from specifically at NYU or anywhere around there in a you know hundred mile radius. New York students are being let out early and then sent directly into this minefield fucking war basically is how they are basically describing it it's not a joke like you said you know uh and uh, and then my friends there and in the in the squat you know just losing their minds yeah the upside was that they're not getting evicted like they thought they were yeah and they got, you know, the electricity's on, thank fuck, you know, until it's knocked off the grid. I guess once that's a fear, kind of, I can, I'm can. i thinking on a collective level, is the loss of communication with each other. And uh, getting knocked off the grid. And then the other one was, for me, was uh, not to institute a conspiracy topic kind of thing. I do like talk, you know, I'm a conspiratist, man, but I, uh, I know. <laughs> uh, but I will say this, that you, w you will know it's man-made if what's offered is a microchip that changes your DNA or, or, and, or RNA. And I was trying to bring that up yesterday. I'm going to bring it up today. Cause I think there's more of a clear head. These guys were like off in Hornyville looking for something to get laid with. <laughs> That's fine. I can't even imagine how hard it is on specific people or what they need in their everyday life. Da, 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 da. And everybody's been on fucking lockdown. So I have that empathy. I, I mean, you know, for me, it doesn't change too much shit. I am a cartoonist. So I'm already drawing 14 fucking hours a day if I'm on the roll. I'll sit there in my fucking underwear all day and you'll be lucky to get me to drink a sip of water because I might be just that tightly woven into my work. Otherwise, most people are going out and they're not cartoonists. They're <laughs> interacting with people and have interactive jobs and interactive with, more, you know, that's not an antisocial kind of, you know, you're either working in that art field and we all know you and I both know that, how that can be, uh, and the kind of desolate, desolation uh, it can leave on you person. But this thing, you know, is, you know, something else, I guess. And I guess that's what kind of made me want, first I wanted to start uh, setting up the tripod, and I wanted to go get a tripod, and I wanted to set up the camera so that people could see me doing the drawing, and if I had if I hadn't gone to Stanford University and subjected myself to art therapy the way that I did, you know, I I wouldn't understand that. So I think just after watching enough television and shit, and what I did was I took the tripod, I put it right above my hands, yeah. so it's just right there, and you can oh. just see yeah. directly. And I saw these other kids doing it. I don't know if they're kids, but, you know, I'm just calling them kids for the record. <laughs> but anyway, I was really inspired by them, by these yeah. these younger people doing this art. And this all they're doing is they got a couple tunes going, you know. They're just sitting there. Those youngins. And, uh, and I felt like on that positive end, here's the positive end of where we're at with the pandemic, you know, on that end. On a negative end, 
if they need to start IDing people through microchip shit, they're going to have to suck my dick. I hate to say it that way, but there is no way you're sticking some hackable-ass shit into my fucking DNA. You can fuck off. We'll be right back. Dude. Now at Wells Fargo, we have online credit scoring. If your credit is bad, you can apply for one of our new pro creditor reports. Available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Wells Fargo. Sucks dick. We'll be right the fuck back. You know? No, wait. take something a lot bigger and better than what's happening right now for for it to be that way i'm just wondering if it if it persists for so long well they already got the 2020 id is that what it's called or id 2020 i don't know what that is id 2020 is a is already a microchip that they are planning on using anyway on uh international travel i thought maybe i have to look more into that but I'm pretty sure that that's what it was initiated uh, for. They, it's like a new... I can jump online right now, but I don't yeah. want it to fuck with the recording. I know that there's some new, some new ID that you are supposed to get, like a, like a driver's license of sorts. Right. That's, that's what it is. I was wondering if it was something that's implemented into the skin, like a microchip. No, it's in a card. It's not a micro ID? That's what I'm afraid of, that part right there, because, okay. Well, it's a, it's a physical ID that has, like, a chip or something. That's what it is, but, okay. But, but, it's, but it's... Well, my debit card's like you, that. You hold it in your hand and you... Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, good. As long as it stays on a card... Yeah. We're cool in the gang. As soon as you want to put that shit, like, in my head or my hand, and it starts turning into Revelation 1111, we're going to have a fucking problem. You know, because I will war. <laughs> you know, like, there is yeah. no, no, you know, fuck that, dude. I'm going out with up in the irons, man. I'm going to be like, hopefully blasting some Iron Maiden, you know, just loud as possible, man. Just being like, go, you know, this was it, boys. <laughs> you know, this was it, boys. <laughs> I'm all right with it, too. I. You know, I want to be able to be like, hey, if I... T- time is obviously not promised, right? Yeah. And you look at the situation and be like, man, anybody can go. And, and we're like you said at the beginning of this conversation, it's a sinking... We're all in the same sinking boat. Yep. So anybody's susceptible to falling off the Titanic. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, I want to be able to be like, dude... I drew so much shit, I don't even know what I drew. That's a cool thing to fucking say. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can sit around and be hard on ourselves, even now. And I still do feel that I'm not going to be a hypocrite, man. I am just an angry cat. All way, you know, even in this part right now where I'm like mellow and... I'm like, I'm talking to my friend Phoenix, man. She's fucking awesome, you know, and it's a great day out here. You know, I am not sick. Thank fuck. Had some fried fish even with some malt vinegar earlier. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm fucking, uh, you know, hell yeah. It's awesome. You know, but I, uh, 
it's not promised, right? You know, I want to be able to just be like, I went out with some love in my heart. I don't know what people love, you know, that's a tough one, but I, I, I've been angry. So I, I wish I wasn't, I, you know, I wish that everybody wished something, you know, we'd all be rewinding history forever. Right. Yeah. But, uh, I think that's, that's what I've been having a lot of practice with over the last year, actually, is what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. The anger. Yeah. Um, I, I have felt anger my whole life and I've carried it with me. And funny enough, you know, I'm, in my family, I'm considered like the peacekeeper and the happy one and like this sort of uplifting personality. But like, you know, amongst my family here with like Phil and the kids, it's like, I'm, I'm here for confrontation, but they're not. And not that I want confrontation, but like, if there's a problem, let's talk about it right now. Let's not just sweep this under the rug. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that level of and then you know i'd always feel anger for injustices in the world and the way that things are in our society and just like so angry that people don't care so angry that people don't want to care or notice or or help make it better but i've been practicing loving kindness to myself and to all beings and it is so freeing to not walk around feeling that anger it's not all the time it's not perfect i mean i felt it before you called me i yeah it's okay too and it's okay but like i have so much less of it and so much better (laughs) it's so much better adam i uh (laughs) i i love it you know it's a it's like just like touching like this uh this nerve that we avoid otherwise without a a threat so big you know we just we put that off and and then we'll just be angry you know and uh not think about how much fucking energy and time this uh, particular tooling kind of energy consumes you know and it was yeah. like one of those things that I like had just learned while I was in Philly because I was basically on the atomic shit clock. You got to imagine this. Here comes the pandemic. You know, it's like it's the beginning of February and you're getting all these cases that are they're talking about. Da, 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 and it's just building up, building up, building up, building up, building up. And by the time I had been in, I was doing Uber Eats in D.C., and there, and by the way, man, there's no fucking art in DC. <laughs> there is no, there ain't shit there, dude. Really? No, I had some decent weed though, man. I had some good smoke, and uh, and they call it legal, but really, it's like you have to have a a medical license, anyways. Another legal definition works there. Right, and so they do. They did open up like two clubs that will give it to you without the license but you do have to have an id but then what they do is they give you the cbd and then the flower is as a as a gift on the house right oh yeah 
So that's how it has to roll like that. And they seem to be able to push that. I just think all the hoops that they have to jump through anyway. So, so I know. You're like, you're going to make everybody do this for how long? I know, already, too. It's like, and then how long it took the rest of California to catch up, or, you know, like, uh, everybody's legal now. It's like, uh, God, this part of the state was legal fucking six years before the southern part of it. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, so I did DC for a while, and I'm on the, I'm on the shit clock. I'm going into Philly now. I can feel this kind of pressure and it's like the ship barometer you know i think that's how the trailer park boys would put it uh-huh. <laughs> but they, the, the ship barometer is rising bubs you know <laughs> and uh so basically it's the uh the pressure from all the you know i have a friend out here on the back side of mount hood uh-huh. who has me stashed on the back side of the mountain and that's cool you know but i you know i'm in a i got lucky and it was just in this weird sink of time because one of the things that had happened was like I was losing money. I moved to Philly thinking, oh, I'll get, I'll just do Uber Eats out there. Yeah. Fucking Uber Eats didn't fucking work out there. Uh, and they weren't, nobody was into it. And the shit was, the shit balls coming in. So, uh, and I was running out of money, and so all of a sudden, God gives me this fucking miracle, right? And says, I'm going to have your bank return a portion of the money that they've been stealing from you over the last 14 years. How's that sound? <laughs> and that's what they did. They returned $575, which means that they probably took closer to $1,200 over 14 years. And just skimmed off all this shit, all my checks or whatever. Yeah. But they put five seventy five back in my uh, my account. Wow. And then so I ended up having the money to get the hell out of Philly, and it was like right at D Day. The morning, the morning I left. Yeah. By that night, there they had National Guard and surrounding Philadelphia, and surrounding New York City, and it just comes off like this fucking zombie movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering, I was like, wouldn't people in New York be trying to flee right now? Why are they not? <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Like, are you going to snake Pliskin this shit the fuck out of there or what, dude? You know, like... <laughs> not that I, like, want them to do that because I think it's better if everybody just stays where they are, you know? But I also would understand the reason why they'd want to flee. I know, it is weird. It's like, I mean, I, I was telling my friend, I was like, dude, you're going to have to bonk your mom over the head and carry her out of Queens. She's not going to leave, you know? He's like, I'm never going to do that. I'm going to stay near my mother. <laughs> I was like, all right, you know, I guess I shouldn't have said that, but I just think about my own character and, like, my mom, yeah. my actual real mom, Wherever she yeah. is right now, I couldn't even tell you. And I, you know, even though we don't get along, I hope she's okay, I guess. <laughs> Just for the record here. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm trying. It, yeah, I hope she's okay, you know. All these backstabbing traitors. No, it's, um, 
you know, okay. I, uh, I hope they are okay though. I, regardless of whatever you're feeling about somebody on a realistic level, you do, yeah. you don't want anybody hurting. Yeah. You're not going to look at them hurting and physically and be like, come on, dude, no matter how mad I am at you. Yeah. That's, uh, that doesn't get to turn me into a monster. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. <clears throat> I think where everybody's kind of, a lot of people are lost with that line of thinking. You know? I'm trying. I mean, I'm not perfect, dude, you know? But, no, uh, but it's like, I think we all don't really empathize or understand how much actually we don't want to hurt each other. I don't like seeing people in pain in the end. Because we don't want to be hurt by Yeah, it sucks. If you kick me in the knee, I know it's going to fucking hurt as bad as me kicking you in the fucking knee. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just going to suck all the way around, right? Like, And it just kind of reverberates from there. That was my most kindest uh, example I could use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you kick me in the knee, it's going to suck. Can I tell you? Don't like this. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm glad to have this moment to talk to you, and I'm glad you and Phil are okay, and thank you yeah, for the music, and just thanks for this moment to talk, and uh, I want to keep you forever. I think what we've already got already, are, you know, is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, this has been wonderful. Thank you for talking to me about this stuff it's, like I said I've, I'm trying to have all the conversations with people but I'm looking to continue conversations for you know creative inspiration or just simply for human connection you know to, to keep you know a chain of compassion going communication Com yeah. Compassion through communication. Yeah. We have to imagine, too, in a worst-case Ontario, uh, that uh, we would be, like, um, you know, without the abilities of uh, social media or, or being able to get online to communicate with anybody else like that in that fashion. That We have to just imagine that that love is there. And it wasn't about these external things that come from, uh, you know, it's spirit. What did I, what's like spirit, uh, side effect, right? Jealousy, pride, envy, anger, wrath, <laughs> all the great seven, <laughs> all your favorite seven hits. Um, but you know, the, uh, these, you know, they're like, they are real, but they, if you didn't have a spirit, you would never feel these things. Yeah. And that w that's one of our things that maybe being in this position, we can stop and acknowledge and uh, maybe kind of work and acclimate towards a, a better resolution on dealing with such side effects as a human collective. Mm -hmm. Did I say that fucking right? <laughs> 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 I say that all the time. <laughs> did, that, did that make sense? Did I say I that right? Follow up my thoughts. <laughs> does that make sense? <laughs>
this has been wonderful. Thank you for the yeah. moment. I'm going to send you a copy of this as soon as I get done. And uh, if you like it and it sounds good, I'll publish it. Okay. Uh, sure. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. I love you, man. Love you too, Adam. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, guys, that was Phoenix, and that was a pretty good fucking call. And uh, I'm going to do another show tonight with my mom. She's a whole nother character, so get ready for that ball of wax. All right, guys. Until then, adios, amigos. What's up, guys? That was awesome. Thank you, Phoenix. And me and Phoenix are still... uh, Tighter than ever. We're going to have her back on the show, actually, here. She's been pretty busy. She's doing the good work, taking care of the environment and animals and junk like that. We'll have her on the show talking about it. Meanwhile, keep tuned in. I got about 30 episodes that I still have to fucking publish. Fucking A, man. Hopefully we'll hit that 200 mark. I doubt it by uh, March uh, 30th or whenever when I start this thing in 2020. (laughs) You can hear the fucking fear and the kind of uncertainty that we had two years ago about this fucking virus. But uh, now it looks like it's kind of taken off here. Personally, I don't think it was ever that big of a fucking deal to begin with. Even though people have died, hey, they've been dying from this shit anyway, and the media didn't make a big fucking attention getter about it. It's kind of like the Ukraine right now. I had a friend come back from the Ukraine, said, yeah, the media is blowing it way out of proportion. Big surprise. (laughs) Anyway, guys, keep in touch. Call me at the studio, 206-666-5847. Leave me a message on uh, Spotify and uh, tell me your story. Your health is what matters, but I will take a donation either in weed or money formats, gold coins, livestock, cattle, uh, or uh, hoe bags. <laughs> All right, guys. Love y'all. Keep in touch. I got fucking things coming up, man. And thank you, Dick Locus. That's right. I love this fucking album since I was like fucking 14, 15 years old. I'm almost 50 now. Get out of here. You've been listening to Adam Air MD GED. Underground Cartoon Therapy. Dude.